Welcome to The Old World Lives, a Warhammer Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at theoldworldlives at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of The Old World Lives, a Warhammer podcast, and probably... Just uh, for the for the foreseeable future, uh, the old world podcast. Given that it seems to be all all in in the news. Speaking of, uh, I have had some people ask if uh, a certain company has reached out to us, and they haven't. I don't really even are sure if they know we exist. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just as no, we are we are not we have not uh, been asked to participate in any way. But we will still probably check out the game. There might be. A few news to discuss in this very episode, but uh, enough about that right now. Uh, joining me tonight is, uh, you already heard him, Morton. Hello! Happy 2024! Woohoo! Yeah, right. It is a new year. A new year of uh, hobby. That's mm-hmm. lovely. I We will talk about the resolutions later, I think. Morton has specifically requested that we talk about that, even though no what? one else wants to. <laughs> Uh, joining us tonight as well is the sultry dulcet tones of uh, Niklas. Hello. I woke up with a very sore throat, but that's what I join you guys and listen in a bit at least. And maybe add something if I get raged enough. Yeah, you will. I mean, it's a... just, uh, just listening to your voice, it's been <laughs> elevated to an entirely different level. This, uh, yeah, this yeah. Time. I mean, it's a shame that you're in pain because I kind of like, I like it. it. It's kind of a, <laughs> who's this new sexy Nicholas? Yeah, I need to do an ASMR unboxing video. The new box. <laughs> you could just to take a pile of bits and just to rifle through them during the episode. Speaking of rifling through bits, we're also joined by Jens. <laughs> like the old one itself, I am back from the dead. It's been uh, was... quite a lot uh, the past year, hasn't it? Yes, <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, but we're glad to have you. I'm alive, and I plan on being a, a bigger part of this podcast from now on. Yeah. Speaking of New Year's resolutions. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but we, we did talk about uh, something last episode when you didn't join. I'm sorry to... Bring it up <laughs> this early in the recording. I'm just kidding. We'd love to have you back. And, uh, <laughs> and we, we're glad to hear that uh, things are a bit easier. Uh, not that easier, but uh, maybe shaping up a bit this year yeah. for you. Speaking of, have you been able to do any hobby while you've been Ooh, idle? You mean like the, the last few days? Then yes. If you mean uh, at all otherwise, then no. Compared to me, you you are a you're really prolific uh, when it comes to oh, yeah. <laughs> producing miniatures. That's not that's not a high bar to to jump over. But yeah, I've been I've been doing some. If we're going to hobby progress, I am I got a hankering to order some some new empire stuff and build like an eighth edition massive army. But then I thought, mm, but I have like three thousand points of empire already so maybe i should get that painted first and then maybe i can get a new army mm. and why why eighth edition why not the new edition <laughs> well I, I might 
do them as an old world army, but I want to do my sixth edition army first. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then and then I can do an eighth edition slash the old world edition uh, army to use for that. Because my sixth edition army is purely for sixth edition and nothing else. Oh. Unless rules turn out to be very good for uh, or very fun for the old world, then I might change my mind. If nothing else, you can also always use your 6th edition in the old world, either by just using the standard bases in games with friends or having some base extenders or movement trays, if you want to. Yeah, speaking of that, does anyone know like the movement trays that I've seen people buying the MDF movement trays? Where can you get those? Uh, like a, guy, a guy on the Facebook. Ooh. A guy on the Facebook. Yeah, you could I also... Know, but I know a guy that knows him, so I've been ordering through him. Mm. Or you could just find anyone with a 3D printer and uh, spare time. Yeah, the, the, public, the people I know with 3D printers, they are lazy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I will see. I, I'm uh, painting my stuff and uh, we'll see how far along I get before I get bored. But the plan is to, to paint at least 2,000 points uh, by February. I mean, you will have uh, plastic movement trays coming back from Games Workshop also, if you're into that. Yeah, but that's basic stuff then, if you want to uh, do the, the proper old world basing sizes, right? Uh, yeah, the ones that uh, the ones that are coming at the start from uh, Games Workshop is the, the same kit as was released, I think it was in 7th ed, or late 6th ed. The one with the modular that you cut yourself, to size yourself and put the edges on. Yeah, you, you guys try those things because they are terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they require quite a lot of work to. Uh, Maybe it will be better now that things are on twenty fives, but I does it have like seams you can cut? But it's terrible. Yeah, you might as well just get a piece of plastic and saw it out yeah. yourself. Which is pretty much what I did. Uh, I used the uh, just the edges uh, for all my movement trays that I built for my high elves. Uh, so I use the edges uh, with the gap filler, given that they are not uh, uh, gluing flush, <laughs> since there are ga- gaps for them. And then I put them on uh, the, uh, the the Evening's the, the uh, placards that I had for when I learned driving, and just use that oh. plastic for it. And then I put some magnets, a mag- magnet strip in them as well, so they are magnetized, uh, mine. Uh, but uh, I never found a real use for them with the plastic, large plastic sheets uh, with the squares. I used that one for basing for my Grey Knights army in, uh, I think, 5th edition. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't used them either, so... Yeah, I'm making a a movement tray with uh, base extenders so that that everything has... uh, You can put your regular 20 mil bases in them. Would be quite a great investment. But Jens, you were painting up some handgunners. You even went away to spray just before the show. I hope you went into a well-ventilated area. I went outside in the snow. That's ventilated enough, I think. Very good. So I poked a hole in the ozone layer. (laughs) Take that, nature. Hmm? Yeah, I'm waiting for the the basing materials on my nights to, uh, to dry. So uh, on what what knights? My 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 my, uh, my empire knights. Oh, but so handgunners and knights going on. Handgunners and knights and halberdiers are coming uh-huh. up. 
Uh-huh. That's all you need, isn't it? Hellblaster. Oh. No, Hellblasters are just pure cheating with your dice lock. <laughs> <laughs> they do tend to explode, but they do a damn fine job of turning everyone to mush before that. Hmm? Since it's been forever since we talked, Jens, tell us again, what's the theme for the 6th edition Empire Army, and what would you do if you went for an uh, old-time, old-world uh, army? Well, yeah, I'm doing a Solent uh, army for, for this. Uh, mm-hmm. The plan is to maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't actually buy more Empire stuff and just use the stuff I have, then I can use this for the Three Emperors uh, timeline. Uh, when uh, when was Solon destroyed? I think it was before the Three Emperors. The, it's a bit closer, at least I can have like a living relative to uh, to the the Count, maybe a great great grandson or something to the Electric Count, or a distant cousin or something to reclaim the Solon crown. Mm-hmm. But if what I do an old world army, oh, uh, that, that depends on. What seems the most fun, like rules-wise, if uh, if it's big blocks of infantry or it's knights or whatever it is, seems to be I'll... cavalry. Seems to be good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Then maybe I'll do like a cavalry force or a artillery heavy force. I don't know. It, it all depends on what's not pure shit, <laughs> and we don't know that yet. Hmm? All all I've uh, learned from the news is that uh, you're not going to be able to take the Celestial Hurricanum or the Luminarch. Mm, but maybe a War Altar. That could maybe, maybe come maybe back. Like a fraudulent Crusade Force. That would be Dif- cool. Different marks <laughs> of Steam Tank confirmed. Yeah, the, or... the, they even mentioned that there might be more than the eight that are currently existing. Ooh, yeah, they also I'll... said that there won't be as many zealots uh, running around as in. No, no, the the, the, the were not uh, that prominent up until the maybe the great great war against chaos, which is a few years later than the, mm. the setting starts. So exciting, the empire. empire! Yeah, the, the empire functions so well. There's no flagellants like the <laughs> other years before the end times. Everything was great. <laughs> Everything was great. No one was mad. Yeah. Just and then the dragons one. arrived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what about you, Morton? What do you want to do for uh, for the uh, for the old world? What's the what's the plan? Tomb Kings is the plan. Um, but uh, hobby progress wise, uh, I'm s- working on some dogs of war. Still painting the marksman of Miragliano at the moment. Right. So. Uh, yeah, slow, slowly, but at the same time, but they won't be in the, in the game. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we can mention that already. That it doesn't. Well, the, yeah, I what think was the article the said uh, that the community article said specifically that your uh, dogs of war wouldn't be in the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wasn't that from just uh, a forum somewhere where someone mentioned? Oh, what about dogs of war? I think that was in a reply to one of the posts either on Facebook or Twitter and the community team answered, uh, which uh, would be uh, in that case. But that doesn't mean that there won't be any plans for them later, just having like random regiments of renown released in uh, White Wolf like they did for Age of Sigmar. Yeah, yeah, I mean... We don't don't know. It hasn't even been released, the game. Who answers answers to Facebook? That must be some intern they have just... (laughs) 
Uh, no, I haven't heard anything. I don't even know. Exactly. What are they? What are they? Titan Legions. Ah, it would be a shame, I think. But but even weirder is that Kislev. No one has said anything about Kislev either. Yeah, right? What the hell? They <laughs> were the poster boys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they were Kislev, especially were the poster boys when they started talking about the old world, and then yeah. nothing. But Not if even. they are if they are releasing the old world in the years leading up to the Great War against Chaos, and they might uh, release a uh, like a campaign book later on with the War against Chaos, that ah, might yeah. be releasing Kislev at that point. That does make sense. Yeah, might, start up uh, easy in the Border Princess. Yeah, might release a game with all of the rules and all of the miniatures that people already own, so they can start uh, rebuilding a player base with the new game, maybe. Mm. Before they used to release a random army of Kislev, a random army of Cathay with nothing uh, connecting them. Mm. Yeah, Dogs of War, I, I wasn't rooting on them being on release either. They're a bit more. They niche. weren't in seventh or eighth either, you know? Yeah, no, I know. And better than sixth. Have to wait for some fan made rules or something. I don't know. Go back to ninth. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Well, it's medium armor. No, no, no. And um, if, if nothing else, just play them as an empire army uh, with the lovely yeah. models that you have, or a mm. Bretonian army, or a high elf army. If whatever you want that fits, just make the theme fit. That's big. I mean, it's such a shame when they've started talking about the um, knights in exile in the border princes that have bombards and cool things. You know, it's they're just. They're almost there. They're scratching on it. They're teasing us about yeah. Dogs of War, but they're not saying it's Dogs of War. Mm. And as we mentioned before, we have heard nothing about this game and we will get the, all of the news whenever the game is released itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which means that there is a few days left until uh, pre-order when this episode is recorded. So, so we, we actually can... know nothing. I still, speculate like crazy. I still like, can't believe still how soon it is until it's coming. Yeah. I, we we said just before the show that it, it's been so long and we've been really like hoping for news and there were news maybe once every half half a year or something and then now in the end it's more been seldom like, oh. actually <laughs> yeah yeah and now it's been like oh look uh, there's something every week and now there's m- multiple news per day and I'm I'm like stressed to even oh what if I miss something so yeah it's crazy it's soon. Uh, what have uh, you been doing, Niklas? Niklas has been playing a game, but I, I don't know if he will be able to tell us about the game. Uh, yeah, I played a big siege game. Mm-hmm. All of my dwarves against all of the mantras given. Because uh, I finished playing my army and I was like, well, let's use it. Uh, so I knew I had like uh, 6,000 points, maybe. My had like 3,500 points given. So then I thought, oh, fuck it. Good for siege because uh, I need to have double the points. Um, and then we just didn't bother counting the points, just put everything we had on the table and started playing. It looked gorgeous. Yes, it reminded me though why I hate playing as Gavin. So <laughs> much shooting. As compared yeah. to the Dwarf Army? Y- yes, With as the- compared to a Dwarf Army. Like, he shoots way more than me. Like, I have a few catapults, maybe some crossbows, like warp lightning, lightning cannon, 
miniguns, even more warp lightning, flamethrowers, globardiers, just endless shooting that just ignores all of the dwarf armor. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the harsh part. Did you have any siege equipment? Uh, yeah, a tower, mm-hmm. but mostly my catapults. Yeah, um, three of them. And how did it go? I managed to destroy one section of the wall and breach it, but uh, he repulsed like the two other parts, so this gave him the victory. Oh no! Dishonor. Yeah. Yes, Avengers in the old world. Well, that's cool. Have you been uh, painting anything? Um, <laughs> well, I. Not Tags. Yes. <laughs> I haven't painted them, but I bought some Swedish stuff for Team Yankee. It's, uh, yeah, I've been waiting for them to release that for a while, so. Just had to get some. The tanks, the S tanks, look like pancakes. Yeah, very cool models. Were really well designed to defend Sweden from a land invasion. Those tanks. Yeah. So yeah, it's been uh, mostly just bought uh, some cool models because I enjoy the book of them, uh, which I hope I will be able to do in the future in a Games Workshop store again for the first time in like fifteen years. Ooh. Yeah, after after the uh, I think it is twentieth of January, which is the uh, official release date. Even that the pre-order goes up uh, the sixth. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and then we just have to wait about uh, four months or so for them to have a restock for all of the. Yeah, I hope they'll have <laughs> books at least. Yeah, I mean. It's very hard. I, I have no idea. Of course, in our world, this is a huge deal. I don't know in the world in general, or well, not the not the world in general, because people don't care about this. this. Uh, but uh, in the in the Warhammer world, how many people are actually going to go into this and buy? You know, how big of uh, Games Workshops sells do you think this makes up? Is this at least you know, five? At least five. At least five kits will be sold. Yeah. yeah the uh, Dark Elf armies, when uh, Ace of Sigmar dropped, they need to buy new stuff. According to um, Game Maniacs, they had a lot of like interest sent into them. Also, uh, shout out to Game Maniacs. Great uh, game store. You should order your stuff from there. Indeed. So, yeah, I think it will be very big. And uh, Chris, what have you been doing? Working, Chris. I've been uh, working. <laughs> yes, I've been working. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I just wanted to give it a bit of a dramatic, dramatic pause because I have basically just been uh, ba- working on the base layers of my skeleton unit. I've uh, based all of the uh, what are they called the Soul Black Grave Lords Dire Wolves that I built uh, Yay. In, uh, with actually proper bases and everything. Uh, I have been planning a conversion. Uh, I have been trying not to build other stuff, which is uh, really great for me. And I have been playing quite a lot of Baldur's Gate 3, which is uh, lovely. Nice. Dead dogs. Dead dogs. 
I have removed all of the ugly spittle and all of the extra bits that were put on them, like twigs and stuff and birds. Because I see, yeah. see no sense in a, like a crow picking or a, some kind of vulture, vulture crow hybrid picking up a grizzle from a dog that's are, is running uh, in full, full pelt. That just makes no sense. Did you save all the vultures? They could be great for tomb kings. Of course I did. Yeah, good, good. I have lo- loads of birds that I will not use for tomb kings because who wants tomb kings? Have you seen those models? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, some of them are nice. I'm just waiting for the re-release of the uh, massive-handed uh, high elves. Yes. Hand-fisted high elves. <laughs> yeah. I am currently trying not to uh, get any pre-ordered in on the Britannia box, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a struggle. Yeah, but that uh, uh, the Duke, the Duke model is really lovely, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like the the damsel on the Pegasus as well, or the prophetess. I think. Oh, also looks very nice. Oh yeah, just really for does. painting painting challenge. But I'm sure you can use it for your Dogs of War army if you want. Mm. Dragging <laughs> a uh, galloper gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that is going to be a conversion, uh, a conversion uh, model. Even though it might be, a fo- I think it is forgeful resin, wasn't it? But even like that, it could be a great uh, conversion piece for high elves, dark elves. Uh, well, using the straight up Praetorian. converting a uh, vampire lord on a red steed of some some kind, mm-hmm. yes. or a chaos uh, lord. It's just so much potential. Yes, yes, it's good. It's good, man. Do you want to know? Should we tell everyone what's coming for preview? Everyone who already knows it, but we can tell them anyway. That's no bet- better deal than telling people what they already know. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the Bretonia box, then, because last time when we talked, we didn't know. We had seen leaks of the Tomb King box. But oh. we could only speculate about. You want to the... talk about the Britannia box? I thought we were going to talk about uh, the Great Slaughter. Oh, the Great Slaughter? Yeah, the Beta Garmin expansion book for uh, Legions Imperialis. Oh, oh, please, please tell. <laughs> There's a book that's uh, called uh, uh, The Great Slaughter that will be released sometime in the future, and it's about uh, the Legions Imperialis. Now we've mentioned that. Uh, let's go into <laughs> something that is actually this in the topic of this uh, episode. As Morten yeah. mentioned, the Bretonians. Yes. So uh, their starter box contains this beautiful duke on the royal Pegasus. And we also get three Pegasus knights. You get two units of knights of the realm. And you get two units of men at arms. And you get uh, a bunch of peasant bowmen. I don't know exactly how many. It's like over 30 of each of the peasants, I think. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have the exact numbers. Yet, but it's a, I mean, it's a great start. Uh, this is a yeah you have a, an army from this box yeah and you also get those nice measuring sticks the red ones does any of you like, like those, those red ones whipping sticks whipping sticks are the best thing ever M- maybe not for uh, gaming measuring because they tend to be used in arguments when uh, there's a disagreement about the dice but uh, yeah but they are a classic and they're quite useful 
It's I like I like spanking people with them, but uh, trying to not see... mention that. I was trying not to mention <laughs> go that far. <laughs> but it's very hard to see the it's very hard to see the numbers on them. I think they could have black. Maybe I'll just have to. Yeah, but you know, we could just dry brush them. That is a good idea, actually. Um, At one point, they did. Uh, they started with these uh, like see-through black uh, measuring devices. Uh, uh -huh floppy these pieces of plastic but they're nowhere near as good as the whipping stick i never i don't think i've ever used the whipping stick to measure anything except for when i was in games workshop when i was at 12 but they're iconic they're nostalgic uh, in the in the kit you also get the core rule book a reference sheet so that you don't get the bretonia rules in the box i guess the reference sheet has some things uh, and you, but you get a transfer sheet. That's nice, and some dice and stuff. And uh, you don't get a transfer sheet in the Tomb Kings box, which is a bit of a shame. I don't know if they had one before because I, I just seen all these skeletons with their shields seems to have transfers on them, the uh -huh. ones that are painted from before. But I don't know if they are actually. Um, but the Tomb Kings box we talked about last time. Sorry, what was it that, Jens? We should ask Krell. Yeah, we should, but <laughs> he's sick. Yeah, Krell, uh, what's your opinion on this? Let's uh, just listen into this. Email us. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, that's also, you also get a nice army in the Tomb King box. Uh, we talked a bit about that last time. Then we have uh, the rule book and the ravening hordes which are divided into two books one for the good guys one for the bad guys and uh, good guys have Indeed. more factions than the bad guys but uh, what do you think about these they look beautiful uh, so which one are you going to get get any of them rule book could be good yeah probably yeah. rule book maybe the uh, forces of fantasy the, the good ones given that uh, i play most of those armies in any way. Might not need the, the undead one. Right? I'm, yeah. Right. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> no, the, the, the Ravening Horse one just covers uh, Orcs and Goblins, the Words of Chaos, the Beast, the Brayherds, and the Tomb Kings of Camry, and I'd pay, pay, play none of them. Those. Meanwhile, yeah. the uh, Forces of Fantasy uh, covers Dwarven Mountain Holes, the Empire of Man, Kingdom of Britannia, uh, the Woodelf Realms, and the High Elf Realms. And I play... Well, I don't play the, the dwarven, dwarven, dwarven these days, given that I think, Nicholas, you bought most of my dwarves, didn't you? Uh, I bought most of your dwarves and gave you a bunch of slayers, and then you got yeah, rid yeah. of your slayers. Yeah, I did send my slayer cult as well to try to focus on other uh, other projects, and uh, we've, we've seen how good that has been going so far. But uh, I do have most of a wolf army, I do have a high elf army. I probably have a Bretonnia army sooner rather than later, sadly enough, I have to say. Mm. I, don't, um, I don't mean sadly, but uh, you know that I, uh, there are urges in all of us to just buy stuff currently. Definitely. But I'm kind of, I can, I'm kind of interested in getting both of the Ravening Hordes books as well just to, I mean they look like nice books in a way and, uh, well, it's it's a bit double-sided. Okay, so oh, they're going to have some nice... Uh, I don't know how much fluff will be in those books, but they will have some uh, 
showcases a beautifully painted Citadel miniatures, which is nice. Although I wonder, do you think there will be a lot of new pictures or will it just be the pictures that were in like basically the 8th edition book used again? It might just be uh, like they did for uh, the heresy books where they had sent out uh, to some community painted for and had some in-house community painted, uh, paint for the community as well uh, to have some models for the army book. I think I'll get both of them. Just it's nice to uh, be able to flick through, and then you'll know like all of the armies of the game. You know what to expect. Exactly. You yeah, that's true. That's all true. Of the army books. And you're gonna want to collect every one of them as well when you start reading through. Yeah, but also like if someone wants new wants to play, and then you have the rules already, so we can look through like all of them. Nice. That's also a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I like the, with the Harry's books. What do you say, Jens? Will you get them? Yeah, I'll probably get them. I'll probably get both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to play some some orcs and some dwarves and some empire and some elves. Yeah, f- fair enough. You convinced me. I have to buy them both as well. Then. <laughs> but uh, there are two more books that are going to be released, which is the Arcane Journals, uh, at least in, at the start. And one is for the Bretonias and one is for the Tomb Kings, which will be the main armies, so to speak, for the release. So, so this is a different. So these are like the, the army books, the codexes, whatever for individual armies. They are not going to be hardback. They're going to be softback, right? Yeah, they're like expansion books. Yeah, for those armies. Which is a cool concept. Yeah. But they're the only way to get your rights of war or alternative army rules. Yeah, the armies of infamy uh, for yeah, uh, and the three heroes of legends and. Uh, so there are more rules in them. They are just not a book that says, eh, yeah, we're going to take all of the b- rules from the main book and just put them in a separate book. There are other things that uh, you will get for this. Yeah. So I will probably get the Tomb King one then, but not the Bretonia one. What do you think about this this way of releasing rules? Well, I guess it's not different. They've done Ravening Hordes before. So, so I, I mean, yeah, but uh, the last Ravening Hordes was a uh, White Dwarf supplement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, there could be problems that oh, well, okay, here you have a, an orc army list, and then in a year the orcs actually get their um, arcane journal, and then they have some updates like oh, this didn't work, so we've now updated the rules. Yeah, but they've, they've been. For the uh, the horse heresy stuff, they did the uh, bad guys and good guys book, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I I have my army, so I only had to buy the one book. But it's like they have the same things in both books, and then there's some legion specific units in the back with right of war. So it's you you're paying for this half of the book that you already own again, mm. which is game but if it's fantasy stuff that's all different then yeah maybe it's worth getting both books yeah i mean if it's an yeah. army that i'm collecting i'm, I'm definitely going to get the arcane journals and it could actually i mean they're not going to be as expensive if they're not hardback and uh, maybe they're actually going to be easier to use when you're playing the game than a big um ravening hordes book hopefully yeah, but it's an interesting way. I, yeah. th- I think it's a bit you know, also, you know, uh, ah, but if you get this book as well, then you can get these extra armies. Uh, <laughs> sort of. 
Yeah, that's, the, that's the bad problem with buying both books. Then you're just going to flip through them one night and just uh, maybe have a bit of uh, nice, uh, nice something to drink. And then all of a sudden you realize that you've spent about uh, 4K on uh, an order from uh, a web store or something like that. <laughs> that will just uh, happen to show up in a few days and that you have to hide from everyone in your family. So they don't, don't suspect uh, that you bought even more stuff that you don't need. Yeah. <laughs> No one, else, no one else has ever been been in that, that situation, right? <laughs> Never. <laughs> so the other things that are going to be released for Bretonia first, um, Battle Standard Bearer on Royal Pegasus. This is the same model, right? This must be a multi-part that you can build the Baron or a Banner or something, right? Oh, I don't know. It seems that you do get uh, parts for the Baron and the, and the Duke in the, the box, but the standard bearer isn't, at least that's uh, what I've read. But it might be just be like uh, with uh, some of the uh, like the Dreadnoughts and stuff from uh, the Heresy boxes that you get uh, one version of a two-version kit, or that, that they give a, that they release a full kit later on that you get the, the Duke first and then you get the upgrades brewed later on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how how many people have the that there on the ah well ah, no, I don't know. Uh, but you will also be able to get the Pegasus Knight separately. Yeah, um, I'm thinking, why would you put your standard beer on a Pegasus uh, yeah. where you can put them in a large block uh, of infantry cavalry where it will be slightly more protected? But this might be different in the new game. We don't know yet, but uh, yeah, traditionally, fly around where. Where you need the morale the most. Yeah. But uh, Pegasus Knights are back. Grail Knights are back. They are metal, right? You get three metal Grey Knights with plastic horses. Oh, they're separate kits, yeah. There's one with Grail Knights and one with a command group. For Grey Knights. Yeah, which is how it used to be released in good, good old days. I wonder how tiny these will look compared to the Foot Knights. <laughs> you don't know how big the foot knights are <laughs> they're half as big <laughs> but at least they are scaled scaled, scaled well for the uh, knights of the realm yeah they haven't changed that much I don't I don't know how it will look to have pegasus knights with the royal pegasus knight that's going to look huge compared to it but it is a royal pegasus knight so I don't know they put some steroids in it or something I no, saw no. the those base charts they released that uh, like the peg knights have forty by sixty base I think, and then the royal pegasus has fifty by fifty. Seems very strange. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But hooray! We will get battle pilgrims and the Grail reliquary. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. The metal metal models, and they are. I mean, they're beautiful. I yeah, just love looking at them. <laughs> I think that's the, the best news for me so far is that they're releasing so many metal models again. Yeah. Yeah. They still have the technology. Yeah, just just to email them what they're gonna do when they release the dwarves. Oh. And I can build up my, my unit from maybe fifty great swords to maybe a hundred great swords in metal. Yeah. yeah, you can just have a, a unit of great sword that weighs a metric ton. Yeah, <laughs> what I've always wanted. Yeah, the the mounted yeomen are back, and they're also in metal. So you can get uh, yeomen, or you can get the uh, command kit separate. Right. Well, also 
good looking. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then we have the most controversial figure in the entire Petonia range because it has shoes. No, <gasps> we're not gonna we're not gonna let that one go because that's the most stupid take ever. I can't see game. the shoes because there's a huge flower on the base. Yeah, but if you look on the model from behind in a certain angle, you see the shoes, and that's oh. bad somehow. Because women should everyone... wear shoes. Exactly. That's probably uh, no. We could, we can't defend this even <laughs> in a joke. It's just too stupid. <laughs> I think. But this is a lovely model. I'm also thinking that this could uh, easily be converted into a, a slew of other uh, mages in this case. Maybe a high elf or a dark elf. Mm -hmm. or, a, or a wizard for the Empire, even though they don't have a college, colleges at this point. Might be even mm -hmm. be easier to use at that point. Or Mordheim. Mordheim. Yes, Mordheim. Yeah. That's, Ooh, she's gorgeous. Vampire. vampire. Oh. <laughs> and then we have more battle standard bears. It seems that Bretonia has very low morale, low leadership, because they're going to need battle standard on the on the pegasus and on the <laughs> yeah, but on these are the ones that i would uh, actually more uh, be willing to use uh, when they are yeah uh, like a foot knight uh, with the unit of foot knights or even maybe bolstering the uh, bolstering a unit of uh, regular uh, mortals so to speak compared to the yeah. knights exactly nicholas do you still think the mounted knight looks small on his horse the standard bear yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's a small boy. <laughs> but it's something about his pose. It looks like he's sort of he's not sitting up straight. Yeah. It's a heavy flag. And then we have one of the first, well, the first models we got to see for this new edition, the Questing Knight Paladin with great weapon, killing an orc in the eye with Good stuff stop. hanging from his backpack. Killed by death. <laughs> And he is going to be Forge World Resin, right? Yep, yep. Oh, he looks cool. I like him. That's a cool pose. Then you can get... Uh, okay, now we're coming to the dice and reference cards. So the Rotonia dice, uh, I have no opinion. Uh, and you can get reference cards that contain... Let's see what you get. Uh, unique magic items, spells, and knightly virtues. So, yeah, handy cards to to have, I guess. Yeah, I reckon the uh, uh, cards will be like they always are. They're really handy to use, but they're not a necessity to buy. Yeah. But if you are going all in on an army, you might as well splurge for the extra cards that are like three hundred kroners, just to have them look mm. great. In that case, but you don't need them. Yeah, they seem to run out for a lot of games, so it'd be a good idea to get. I love my yeah. uh, 8th edition magic cards. They're so nice to have, but they were hard to get. Uh, and the dice, yeah, they look nice. I, Nicholas, you found some sort of leak of other dice. Tell us about that. Yeah, some dwarf dice, which is cool. Yeah, and they look, yeah. these are silver, they look like granite or something. It looked like the old, because uh, they released dwarf dice. For, I don't know if it was Forge World or released them for Force and Lord of Rings. They were very similar. Uh, but it's cool because it's indicative of them releasing more stuff for the main armies launch, not just Bretonian and Doom Kings. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and they do have a, a small confirmation here that people have been asking quite a lot about. And it is that they also include a similar colored scatter and artillery dice. Mm. That is nice. But, yeah, you uh, can see them on oh. But what, they are, what they're going to release for the Tomb Kings then? Ooh, well, we mentioned the journal, the army journal. Uh, their armies of infamy are Nehekaran Royal Host and Mortuary Cult. Each with their unique unit. Unit? What, what do you think they are about? I, it's been a while since we did a Tomb King episode and we don't have Prowler Rounds. So maybe it's a, a royal host. What could that be? A bunch of chariots and tomb guard? Sounds royal to you guys? The royal guard? And Mortuary it Cult? Yeah, a special, special unit of either tomb guard or a special unit of uh, the chariots, I think. Yeah. The Mortuary Cult's... Uh, might just be uh, more recently dead, perhaps, or a more powerful uh, construct of some sort that hasn't been. Maybe a construct that needs a bone giant, a what is it called? The uh, scorpions and uh, some other bits <laughs> that you have to put together. Yourself. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, a construct heavy army is definitely something that would work, I think, for a uh, for a theme like this, but. Uh... I can't tell from the names yet what they mean. Um, but that's the book. Then you have Tomb Guard are back. I really like Tomb Guard. I don't like the old skeletons, but Tomb Guard are gorgeous. Yes. You're just going to so have to use Tomb Guards as uh, warriors. No, they're too good looking. There has to, has be, to a be a distinction. <laughs> but uh, you can get a unit of 20 of them. Uh, plastic ones, which you can get with... Hand weapons or halberds, and I guess halberds. Well, we don't even know how the rules work, but before halberds were the go-to, I think. <laughs> I'm definitely getting Tomb Guard. If we're starting here, starting shopping, I'm getting the journal, I'm getting Tomb Guard. I think one unit to start with, one unit of 20 to try them out. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Sepulchral Stalkers, which can also be built into Necropolis Knights. I really like the Stalkers, these snake guys with their uh, uh, yeah, big halberds or great weapons. Yeah. They had some death stare ability before and they could come up from the sand and uh, I'm definitely getting a kit of them. Uh, I'm not as sold on the Necropolis Knights. I thought like guys riding snakes, giant cobras just, I don't know, it's something about them that I don't like. I'd rather have those uh, giant cobras without uh, the guys on the back and having mm. those uh, mounted as, uh, not mounted, maybe, or maybe mounted in a chariot or uh, as characters for uh, infantry units. Just uh, mm. look really lovely. Something, yeah, yeah, something like that. Would make for one expensive unit if you're going to put all of those as a tomb guard unit, though. <laughs> yes, yeah. so you can use the tomb guard as uh, regular. Oh, yeah, that's how we have to. <laughs> that's that's gonna be the royal. Oh, maybe, maybe I should I just should... do a royal uh, host then, and I skip the the ugly skeletons. <laughs> but yeah, really happy about this kit. They are also plastic, right? Yeah, plastic kits. Are we getting the army box one more time? The what? The army box. Uh, no, I'm not getting the army box. Sadly. Oh. No, no, no. Not. But you might as well. When you're at it, it doesn't cost that much. <laughs> and you okay. do get the book. I'm actually more interested in getting a Bretonia army box and just, you know, dig it down into a hole in my garden and have it there as a time capsule for 
10 years the next time yeah. they kill the world hmm? it's the, they get they get up when they uh, end the, the old world again yeah and release and the of our as of our cool yeah then they're not yeah, but, coming back uh, yet how about the necroswings then oh my favorite model for the tomb kings i've said it before i just love this and you know it was fun because um uh just the other day i was at my parents place uh, with my daughter and i found uh, a box with my old lego and uh you know where i have kits that i built and some of my favorite ones were these uh, adventure range where i had uh, the sphinx and the pyramid so they were basically <laughs> ancient egypt has always been uh inter- fascinating to me and i just looking at the Sphinx, Lego Sphinx, I was like, ah, I could just use this as terrain for Warhammer. I'm just going to put this terrain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are the mummy generation. We are definitely the mummy generation. So I'm definitely getting an extra Sphinx. I've never been as keen on the War Sphinx. I don't know. War Kitty. I, I think, think that one is cooler, to be honest. Okay. That's in the howdah. But just imagine you take the war swings and then you put the head from the Tomb King's dragon on it. Oh, something like that. Then you're yeah, you're onto something. I uh, I like the idea of it. I don't know. There there is. Or uh, you know what? You could take that dragon and uh, remake it into war swings, uh, but just removing the wings and changing the howdah on the back. Yeah. Have it like a crocodile instead of paint it in stone colors instead of bone. I've definitely thought of that. I think that is a great idea. Yes, I think you should do that. I think you should do that immediately after the after launch. You should buy everything. <laughs> well, I'm definitely getting a Necro Sphinx. We'll see about the. I, I think rules wise, before the War Sphinx was actually better than the Necro Sphinx in a way. But um, uh, I am I I un, uh, well uh, Lost Kingdom miniatures have this great undead elephant with a howdah on top of it. That would be a great uh, yeah proxy for a war sphinx i think so i'm i'm more inclined to getting that for the war sphinx but a necro sphinx nice and then you get a free tomb king if you build the necro sphinx just get a tomb king i'm not too keen it's not my favorite tomb king king you know the guy on the standing pointing with a huge golden finger and then he has scarabs flying on the base hashtag not my king not my <laughs> it's not cetra because cetra is also back oh, that sorry. pointy finger is really weird I yeah. say. But as I mentioned, Cetra with all of its lovely, lovely, uh, with like fifth dead horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now they're they're not on separate uh, cavalry bases, at least. They're on one no, huge base. All, one massive base yeah. in this case. And I think we're going to get to the bases in a few minutes. So we're going to save it to that. But just yeah. look at those sided wheels. Uh, one one guy on a miniature chariot, a mass, massive amount of horses. Mm. But that that Cetra model is so great; it yeah. really really holds up. That's just the Cetra it's himself in that case. Yeah, I'm not gonna get this on launch. Maybe later. I, I know the story now is gonna be about Cetra's invasion of the Border Princes. But to me, I always like to make up my own character, so I'm just gonna have some minor Tomb King following orders from Cetra instead. I think. Yeah, never let the the fluff get in the way in the way of a good story. Yeah. Uh, but the, then there, there's also a Lich Priest coming back. He is in metal, actually. Uh, he's a pretty good, cool guy. The How do you talk about the metals, by the way, Morgan? Because you got into warmer after metals. Yes, but I, I've had use, I've had to use some metals for the Dogs of War. And I'm 
I, I, I must say I like them. I think they are, I don't know, they're surprisingly, I, they feel like their details are more crisp somehow. I don't know. I do like I, I I do love metals, but I am I, I don't like how the I I'm always so scared that they will lose their color that I will just chip them. That's something that scares me about metal, and I do like converting things. But I'm not I'm not afraid of having some metal in my army. <laughs> uh, then we have Ushapti. These are some of my favorite Tomb Kings as well. These cool giant. Uh, constructs with skeleton heads and uh, there's an option for the great weapons and one option for the great bows I'm at least getting the great bows but uh, we'll see thought it would be cool to have two units of great bows but then it would be nice to have the heads from the other from the great weapon ones and switch and then I might as well buy three of e uh, like six of each like it's ah <laughs> As you can hear, it's going to be an expensive pre-order, this. <sighs> but you know that these kits uh, are, are supposed to not be limited, so you can actually order them next month? That's true. I should think of that. But fear of missing out, or fear of them killing the old world again, or something. I don't know. They... <laughs> yeah, but th they won't kill it within a month, surely. No. Oh, never know. Never know. I've been hurt before, man. I got scars. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but then we have the uh, Tomb King that we've discussed looks like a bit like a Plants vs. Zombies character. But yeah. that I think it is the paint job and the teeth, which mm. is the putting us off. There's nothing wrong with the rest of the model, really. But mm. uh, why is it green and why is it got, has it got massive teeth? Yeah, I'm not sure. Square why do teeth. all. Yeah. Why do most new Tomb Kings have uh, whales? I don't know. That's. At least this guy doesn't have. He has a more traditional. Yeah, but the, but the next next guy do. Yeah, the standard bearer. He has a flail. Yeah. Skull and flails. Yeah. Flail of skulls. Yeah. <laughs> Might have I mean, something to do with ancient uh, Egyptian. Ah, uh, 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 sorry, uh, iconography. In that case, when they have a like a uh, crooked staff and a flail. Might be way. But, Maybe, <laughs> but then we have uh, then we have the piles of uh, things that ate that guy in the, the mummy miniature. Uh, mummy Garabs, tomb swarms. Yeah, they're new, right? They are new, completely new. I like them. Good. I yeah. personally don't like them. I think there are some weird shapes going on there. I don't know. I think the old ones were a bit small. They were just yeah. pretty flat, right? Definitely. And Morton, just imagine that you don't know what the beetles and the scarabs and scorpions look like. <laughs> I have to try. But I, yeah. I, I, I like, I think, just not using the top bits that look like some crescent moons. I would... Yeah. But uh, yeah. it's nice that they have them. Yeah, but why are they mainly eating... Uh, uh, creatures, dinosaurs, <laughs> dinosaurs, and uh, like uh, tomb kings. Yeah, I, I don't know. And isn't that uh, part of a iconography from a stormcast in there as well? On the <laughs> one to the right, stormcast the terrain kit. 
maybe I if, I don't know. But I, I do love the, the scorpion surfing on top of one of them. It's, yay! <laughs> yeah, it might just be that everything is uh, Tomb Kings, iconography and the Tomb Kings. Uh, mm. I think you could make these quite easily yourself uh, with uh, other creatures. If you have your, your favorite opponent that usually plays like oh, orcs yeah. or uh, high elves or Bretonians and everything, just make them up of Bretonian bits and uh, things that kind of looks like uh, scarabs when, you paint, when uh, they are painted. And you can also find uh, like spare... Uh, scorpions and small bugs on uh, a lot of models in the Tomb King range and other ranges, even as kits from like Reaper. That's a great idea, actually. I, I, will, I will I will take that in mind. Or more thing, could you just take tiny bugs in this collection? Yeah, I can yeah. just steal some. <laughs> yeah, so, Morten, have you have you noticed that a lot of our really rare collection of uh, scarabs have been going missing? No, no, no. I have no idea. <laughs> we do have some some really big ones that could maybe be used as a necro sphinx or something. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Naughty, enough, naughty. About, enough about that. Uh, <laughs> stealing your possibly priceless artifacts of <laughs> whatever your science is called. Uh, let's go into the lovely dice and the Tomb King's reference cards. Yeah. They're getting I, those I, as well. I am getting those as well. But mostly because I love having cards for magic yeah. and stuff. Although this, speaking yeah. of speaking of those cards, there are yes. more cards than that release being released. Mm. So is this an entire kit where you get dice, card sleeves, or, or are these separate? What I don't do you think? think. Uh, you're probably gonna need to buy all of them at once, right? No, I don't know. Uh, so there is an old world die set. Uh, and uh, the older dice that looks really nice with that blue uh, matching the uh, blue and gold matching the uh, new uh, new line this new style of uh, iconography. Hmm? But the card sleeves looks really great, actually. Yeah, although it makes me a bit pissed that you get fifty card sleeves for your fifty-six magic cards. Yay! <laughs> but we might we might have more than one army that you need the card sleeves for, you know. That is also true. No, they're just old world thing. Yeah, but you have these for the 56. You buy two of these sets uh, for your 56 cards plus the uh, Tomb King or Bretonnia box of cards. Yeah. Because it's also better to have like uh, 12 spare (laughs) card sleeves. (laughs) But you think you will be able to get just card sleeves separately then? At least in I the think future. we will be able to pay the, buy them in packs of 50 and we will see if they are more than a limited item. Yeah, yeah. But the, the cards here, you get one that are common magic items and one that are lores of magic. So the, the eight new lores of magic that are not the old eight lores. Yeah, I'm thinking that could be quite a great set. All of the magic cards have always been really mm. useful. Not a, not a necessity. You can always use the book. You can use print reference sheets or write them on paper, write them back of your hand if you want to. Uh, like you used to do in school, but uh, yeah, having an easily accessible stack of cards uh, as a reference, especially when you're learning a new game, is really good. I can say, say the magic items might even be useful for that as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of forget, like, oh, I bought some magic items for my guys, and I don't, I don't remember what I get, but uh, but do you think also, given that magic is now spread out through all the faces, that it would be even better to have something like that? To remind you, oh wait, these. Oh yeah, I have this spell that goes in this face. That cards are even more handy in this version. 
yeah, I think you might need them for just learning the game. But as we said, they can be just printed on paper or whatever, but they look they probably look really good when you play. So that's is that's a reason to buy them at least. Yeah. Yeah, I will probably get this as well. <laughs> but but then I had a question because is the Tomb King lore not part of the eight lores then? Have they said that? You know what? You know what? I bet we will find out in a few weeks when the books are released. <laughs> but will I find out before I do my pre-order? <laughs> Does it matter? Ah. You will get the cards anyway. You will get the book anyway. Yeah, That's just what it is. You might, yeah. given that you already have a Tomb King's army, you might be more inclined to just buy the books and the cards and the dice in that case. Mm. I think the Tomb King, that they will have a separate lore. Right. Although, wait, what does it say for the Bretonia one then? Because they don't have a separate lore, right? So their reference cards contain what? N- knightly virtues and stuff like that. Uh, it says unique magic items, spells, and knightly virtues. So, what spells do they get? Because they have access to three of the lores. So, do they get those? It might just be that they have access to, well, certain uh, that they are like the signature spells and stuff like that. We we did go through this in the I think it was the last episode or the one before that, but even then I think we actually didn't really know. No, I have no idea. I mean the Lores of Magic set has fifty-six cards or eight Lores of Magic. If anyone knows math. <laughs> nope. 56 divided by 8. You're the, seven you're cards the, each. Yeah, you're the scientist. Figure it out. Yeah, 7 cards each. So that's 6 spells plus a signature. Yay. And then, so, for example, the Bretonia one, you get 36 reference cards. So if you would have the three lores, that would be 721 of those cards. Could be. And Tomb Kings, it uh, doesn't say how many cards. Yeah, 36 as well. Could be that you get access to the specific doors that the army actually has. Hmm. I'm reckon that you will know on Saturday when everything is <laughs> from preview from the item descriptions. <laughs> and I'm going yeah. to be really bored with this now. So let's move on to the bases. Okay, okay. sorry. We're on the bases. The smallest base is a 25 millimeter square, which we already knew, even though people have been discussing this for months in certain groups on Facebook, that they should that it probably won't be the 25 millimeter that is the smallest one. 24. <laughs> yeah. And every time someone just mentioned, oh, what space size are there? As every, so next guy just answers, we will know when the game is released. And then there's like 400 posts of speculation. And then the next day, someone new asks, well, what about the bases? What size will they be? And then it's the exact same discussion. <laughs> but at least now we know that uh, Chaos uh, Warriors might even be able to be put on bases that they're fit. Oh. Yay. And I'm counting this that uh, all the way back to the six dead ones that were released, but especially the new ones that look lovely, because uh, mm. they will have a thirty millimeter base instead. Mm. And then forty millimeters will still be for monsters infantry, I guess. Ogres that's just, stuff like that's that? just for the unit champion. In if you play, if you play as Krill's Skavens, <laughs> nothing will fit. 
You thought Welcome. we wouldn't mention it in this episode, but we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> sort your bases out, mate. Yeah, but uh, I really love that they just included this. These are the bases that will be used in the game. Now we just need to f- figure out the difference. Uh, which cavalry will go on the 25 by 50 <laughs> millimeter base? Oh, I guess is light it... cavalry on that and then heavy on 30 yeah, by 60. Yeah, but is, is it just the... Uh, like the mounted squires for the Bretonian, the mounted yeoman for Bretonian, or is uh, it uh, like uh, uh, pistoliers, outriders, uh, every kind no of idea. Type, type of light cavalry, in that case, dark riders, uh, reavers? <laughs> well, I was going to lead into that. <laughs> the biggest so, one, 150 by 100 millimeters, that's. Yeah, uh, but that, uh, hmm. that's a base that did exist before. That's going to be for the Bone Dragon, right? Yeah, I think it wasn't the uh, uh, Terrorgeist on that one. And some of the larger kit. This is also yeah. the official base for the Hell Cannon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. The size of a movement tray, almost. Yeah, the movement trays are differently sized than mm-hmm. that. But uh, if you want to make a moon tray out of the uh, fit in pieces that you get, uh, the maximum is uh, 100 by 150 millimeters in that case. But why would that... Uh, you need a movement tray? Because if you just move it on the base itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after the movement trays, we come to the map of the old world. This beautiful map that they've drawn. Which I'm also kind of... Yeah. Interesting in getting one meter wide. Um, although uh, you're not sold, Jens. No, what well, well, I need a map for. I wouldn't have a map of the old world on my wall. You already have one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice map, though. It's a gonna be cost a lot of money. Yeah, I'm just uh, fearing that you have to get it customly framed if you wanted to get it framed. Yeah, it is a bit of a weird size, maybe. Uh, it bother, bothers me a bit that you have these cool, this cool heraldry, but it's not all of the map, right? You have a lot of blanks, which look like they would be filled in later, but yeah. in a way they're not. They've obviously made the, the, the point here that there will be no Dogs of War. We have talked about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, can see this uh, you can see this on the map. There's nothing there. Not even Skaven Blight is on the map. And we know uh-huh. what Skaven Blight is. It is in that bay. Yeah, right next to uh, whatever the city is called. I'm looking at my old world map that I have on the wall, and I can clearly see uh, Lucini and Remas and Trantino and Pavona and all the good yes, states. Of- but we all know that the, the old world game takes place before that those places were founded. It was just barren wasteland. <laughs> There's no uh, thousands of years of civilization there. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Yeah, but I really like this uh, map. But uh, have you seen the interactive map that they put on the website? I was just going to ask you guys. I that's really cool, and you can get little little uh, fluff about these different, oh, especially the border princes, where you just get something, oh, exiled Kislev, uh, uh, you know, something, and then he's like, oh, I really want to do this guy now. But I'm thinking this map would look really good in my uh, hobby nook that I have in my apartment, just replacing my uh, Starry Nights uh, Tardis explosion map from the crew, or not map painting yeah that could be nice i I think it would be nice also if you're gonna 
play a campaign or something. Yeah, uh, maps. But yeah, mm. but uh, would you really play, use the, the campaign map with your really expensive uh, wall, <laughs> <laughs> wall art map in that case? Because these these usually go for quite a bit. Yeah. But on the twentieth of uh, January, uh, the war the day Warhammer the Old World hits the store shelves, Warhammer World is hosting a day of celebration, which is really nice that they have uh, uh, that big thing. They should have put it in the stores as well, I think. Uh, but immerse yourself in the world of legend with demo games, the chance to paint a Knight of the Realm on foot, a jousting mini game based on a classic from a 1990s issue of White Dwarf. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, just having uh, to get to play full tilt again would be really nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really hope they they do put out those uh, jousting mini game rules uh, like a, like a download later on, so we can all get all of them. But we all know that the most important thing that they are going to release uh, for pre-order uh, in uh, January are, let's go see what it's called here, the classic cryptic model for uh, an echo. Oh, yes. Or the Iron Warrior Warsmith model. <laughs> yeah. If anyone are, are interested in uh, like the Bad Wars, they do going to release uh, Huron and... Uh, in both uh, both of his iterations, both the uh, noble oh. uh, noble one when he was still well before he turned as evil as he did later on when he became a red corsair, but uh, mm-hmm. both of those models will be up for limited release. But I'm just uh, mentioning those because they are between uh, the uh, lovely notification about uh, full tilt or Warhammer Joust and uh, the Black Library Lords of the Lance uh, book, which will be released in special edition hardback ebook and MP3. Oh, I'm a bit. Deal. I'm a bit keen on getting this because it's going to have Tomb Kings as well, and uh, be fun to get just to get into uh, the world again. Indeed, indeed. It would be quite interesting to see that they are actually not just releasing the old books, but they are releasing the new one, new ones as well. And that limited uh, limited edition book looks really, really nice. Oh, yeah, don't tempt me. <laughs> it's going to be expensive just, enough. Just, just look at the edges on the pages, the page edging you know, with, in the blue with the gold, gold of Lodely. Oh. It should be Flirtily with a silent S, isn't it? French is weird. We. Oui. Unity. Uh, the worst part is that the uh, uh, special edition one does come with a. Uh, uh, introduction by Graham McNeil and an appendix, which is uh, is in Geek that book for now at least. Yeah. Are they releasing a, a pocket version as well? It's called an ebook or an MP3, you know. Yeah. But yes, they are releasing a regular book as well. Okay. Maybe I should give the the MP3 a, a shot. Yeah, and uh, while we've gone through this, we know that there are quite a lot of more articles uh, with pa- where they go through painting and uh, roundtable discussion about this design and everything like that. I don't think we're going to go into that in this episode, but we might mention it in the next one. Just so uh, all of us have either been working or having plagues, diseases, illnesses. Someone someone celebrated Nurgle Mass instead of Christmas, okay. and so forth. So. Um, I don't think anyone of us really read up on all of the articles, are we? I've I've read through them all, I think, but 
And it was fun because they went into the design and the the painting and uh, the the skin of the Tomb Kings. You know why they went for this uh, ectoplasm sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, uh, there, there, there's no there's no justification. They just heard us mention that it looks like a plant versus zombies model, and uh, <laughs> they tried to find out the justification. <laughs> That's why we're not getting any start sets. Might be, might be. <laughs> But on the other hand, uh... what? What did you want to say? Oh, I just, uh, just laughed at that comment. Uh, that's why we're not getting any kids because uh, Chris is the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> or it might be all of those uh, Christmases uh, when you talked about uh, the Ideneth. <laughs> Stand by those words. <laughs> yeah. It's called it's it's called opinions, and as we mentioned, we are really hyped for this game. As you might have noticed, uh, the past let's say, what was it? The first uh, article was released like three years ago, and we've been talking about off and on, uh, just waiting for news for this while we're talking about sixth edition. And speaking of sixth edition, we will get back to uh, some sixth edition specials this uh, year as well. I think we uh, heard something about a question about uh, doing a Skaven special from someone last episode, didn't we, Morton? Yes. See, it is totally <laughs> planned, but we did get that in uh, one of our uh, listener questions for the opposite well. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, there was one thing uh, that I just wanted to mention from the all the, all the content they've been talking about. Uh, did you see about the uh, battle report? They were yeah. One of the news was like, oh, here's a p- preview video of how the rules work. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch the uh, battle report. And then it was like two minutes of just, oh, it's a Warhammer game. It's yeah, a rank. I, I, was, I actually did see that, but it was, as you said, two minutes of nothing. Yeah. And I, I, I just didn't understand what was the purpose. But then I think they actually, they put up a battle report, but it's on Warhammer Plus. Yeah. Uh, and, and I you don't have an account there. And shoot with your armies and cast spells. Yeah, we, we, we knew that. <laughs> but I do have one plus, so if anyone wants to uh, please yeah. my, my login. Uh, oh, more. no, we'll, we yeah. will surely pay for our own logins, Jens. <laughs> but you know that if you do pay for a year of uh, 100 plus, you do get that lovely Morton's miniature or the vampire lady. That is true. That is true. Uh, yeah. Although. Uh, 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 yeah, I find out that it usually, uh, even though I don't, re- I watch uh, a few of the videos, I do wo- read some of the books and uh, old white horses that are on there. But uh, with the models and that, that uh, you can just pretty much uh, say that it pays for itself. In the end. If, you're, if, you're into that, if you're into that kind of content, if you don't interested in reading <laughs> the books or watching anything, it's probably a waste of money. But, yeah, uh, they're not doing any horse heresy bad reports or the old world bad reports i'm i'm not getting it next year i can tell you that but uh, But the pictures that we get are pretty nice but the content is on but on uh, january 3rd uh, they talked about returning to the old world with warhammer plus and they talk about a battle report that i guess is up between bretonia and tomb kings i would like to watch it and uh, it would be fun to they have one points matched play Yes, and that is, uh, as we mentioned, uh, 
Tomb Kings versus uh, King of Bretonia. And they do have a Lore Masters video out about uh, Gilde Breton and the Knight of Bretonia as well. I think there's a painting video somewhere as well. So they are they are making a few contents for it as, at least. Uh, so they have done with uh, all of the games. Even uh, the ones that uh, just mysteriously disappeared for a while. <laughs> Strange, strange. But I, I I read through the the text here that they talk about the bat report and all oh, the good things that happened in the blah 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 blah. And uh, I've come to this part which makes me very sad. Um, uh, da, 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 da. In the episode of Battle Report, we found that knights charging on plus three initiative was so good that many of the tomb kings were destroyed before they had a chance to fight. As they should be. Does what that mean? mean? That there's no step up? Is it confirmed? I can't tell. Or does it mean those particular skeletons didn't get striped because they were? Yeah. And uh, do 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 you want to know th- something, Morton? Do you want to know something? <laughs> I got the secret here. I got the secret here. Uh, on January the twentieth, the books will be released in store. You might, if you do a pre-order somewhere, if if the shipping is right, you might get it the day before. Otherwise, we'll get it on the uh, the Monday after. I'll go crazy before that. <laughs> go. How will I? How will I know if I should buy Tomb Kings if they can't even fight? They'll just get run down by knights. They don't want a Tomb King army. Uh, boring. You are talking about rules in a game that is decided by dice. <laughs> and we all know that uh, dice luck can be. That uh, that's mentioned a lot of times. Uh, usually, uh, have your magic burn out by the second turn, uh, mm-hmm. or you might uh, have your uh, cold one night just stand in the middle of nowhere doing nothing because their mounts have decided to be stupid this turn. Or you're like Jens and you have hell blasters that work like the miniguns in Predator. Yeah, yeah. Right. and uh, that is a critical fail, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> failing into success. <laughs> oh. But I know you're you, you just failing and wiping out half a goblin unit from that the team is carrying it on. Oh, but you're right. Yeah, to sum this up, there is a lot of things that I want to buy, and uh, it's gonna be a uh, gonna be por- porridge January for the family. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Priorities. Now, but I'm really oh, I'm so excited. Uh... What a buy couldn't stuff. You, couldn't you sell your heresy stuff? You're not playing that anyway. I'm not, but I don't I don't, I don't know. No, I they have other you can, you can just mark you could just market them as uh, as played by a host of uh, don't lose your head. Half price. <laughs> oh, is it Nicholas? Oh otherwise I'm not interested. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, I can't. I I have trouble selling old things that I've painted. I think they're they're worth more to me as a memento than. Yeah, something. I can say that uh, selling old armies, you will always regret it. Always. Yeah. Somewhere down the line. Can you sell my hairs and stuff as uh, primed, primed black? <laughs> Aren't they those just called iron hands for your hairs yeah, and stuff? Exactly. Easily reused. Yeah, the prime black uh, highlight with a dry brush of uh, bolt gun metal. They don't. 
But um, yeah, yeah. Oh, we will see next episode how much money have uh, the crew spent. Look forward <laughs> yeah. to hearing that. How 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 did the remortgaging of Jens's house go? Yes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I got some money in the mattress. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Where it should be. Yeah. But you got coins, so it's very not comfortable sleeping on. Oh, it's all, all, all the coins. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not uh, current currency. It's all doubloons. <laughs> yeah, the the bad part is is the, it is the old femty that's are literally worth, worthless today. Just a yeah. load of uh, cheap copper. Yep. But it's good good for the back when you sleep on it. <laughs> But uh, we did mention something about resolutions. Do anyone have a resolution that they want to share with the world for 2024? Mine is to play every miniature game that I own, at least once. Oh. Every miniature game in the world, at least one. <laughs> no, no, that I own. Stop for it. <laughs> and how many do you own? I don't know. Stop buying new miniature games, Nicholas. <laughs> No. <laughs> Do you reckon so you're not five, doing it? Oh, Between five and ten. Yeah. That's doable. That's a new game every month. Hmm. No resolutions for you, yes? No, I'm just gonna try and not buy too much new stuff, but we all know how that's uh, gonna pan out. So <laughs> I'm going to say no resolution for me. Yeah, meet us in the next episode where Jens have uh, failed his uh, resolution miserably. And Nicholas have bought more games. <laughs> yeah. You can't fail something you don't promise you know, not to do, so I'm, I'm not going to do a resolution. That sounds ominous for every other, other promise that you ever made in your <laughs> life. <laughs> do not check my bank account on the thing. What about yeah. you, Chris? Yeah, I think I mentioned this on uh, oh, yeah. the uh, extravaganza that we did. Check out the extravaganza with uh, the Hearthstone, the Square Based, and the Old World Fanatics. Lovely guys, lovely guys. Uh, I was a bit tired. I must mention that since we did record at uh, at four a.m. Swedish time, and I couldn't have any alcohol because I was going uh, to the stores after the recording, uh, which would have been a bad combo with having alcohol for for the recording. So I just had energy drinks. So the energy level was a bit off the entire recording for me. <laughs> and where can people where can people listen to this episode? On our feed, on the the Hearthstone feed, on the Old World Fanatics feed, and on the Squarebase. I think they were posting it as well. And all of those uh, other podcasts are linked in the episode show notes, uh, which are on Facebook and on Twitter. I think. And Perfect. Yeah, and on our Podbean page, but I don't think anyone actually goes to our Podbean page to download episodes that we just hosted there. But I did make a bit of a uh, resolution, and that is to finish twice the amount of uh, miniatures that I did last year. Two. Yeah, and I also might have a four-day weekend coming up this week. I haven't told anyone that I won't be at work on Monday, so that might be a surprise. Might might have to keep this episode to after that. But uh, uh, yeah. They can't really do like you got the weekend off and then you're free on Tuesday and expect you to want to work on Monday. 
but I will paint. I will try to finish my unit of uh, skeletons and uh, that I'm working on. Other than that, I don't really have any resolutions. Other than then, uh, I will try to not buy any Bretonians, but I will buy the books when uh, when uh, the game hits when the period hits. I mean, uh, you basically, if you finish the skeletons, you've uh, you've done the re- resolution already. That's the point. Just to try to aim for some something that is obtainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have some other hobby projects this year that uh, will be kept secret for now, but uh, they will be uh, discussed during the year. Mm-hmm. And I might even I might even try to get a game with hires in with Nicholas against his dwarves. Mm-hmm. Yes. With, with that said and mentioned. Uh, yeah, enough about that. Uh, Morten, what about you? How many okay. boxes of Tomb Kings will you buy? No boxes. <laughs> no dragons for me. Uh, but I will buy a bunch of uh, other things that I mentioned before. So, um, we'll see. But I, I'll, I think I'll set the bar low as well. I'll, I'll try to... Well, I'll, I will finish the Dogs of War that I have primed before I start on my Tomb Kings. Yay! So you set the bar as low as not steal uh, precious bugs from your work to use as scarab <laughs> swarms? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe the... Uh, I don't think I have anything big enough to work as the Cambrian Titan. I'm just, War Titan. If you would find a bug at that size, I think everyone would be just frightened about the uh, this bug have ever existed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there are some uh, quite large uh, centipedes, uh, millipedes that are still around, aren't there? Yeah, there's, they're there. They could work for the size, but uh, scarabs, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but I think that you have a great reference collection uh, accessibility for paint schemes, at least. Definitely. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, the world of bugs uh, is beautiful in that sense. So I actually already made a test paint scheme for the Tomb Kings. Well, well I mean, it is the classic one with the turquoise and red, but I uh, I got a, a practice model and I put some paint on it just to see if I like it. So I'm pretty happy. I have to work on the gold a bit more. I'm not sold on the gold, but... How would you paint the... Uh, if you were buying like scarab swarms and stuff, how would you paint the chitin for the armor? I mean, I, w- I think it's a good idea to put some gloss on because most beetles have a glossy effect. Yeah. Um, and uh, going for something, I think they nailed it pretty well with a, a lot of dark beetles with some. Yeah, they contrast really well with the bone, if nothing else. Yeah, exactly. But I would just recommend you to, to look into like color shift the metallics. The shifts between the two, uh, like a purple and green or a red and green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah thought about buying them from green stuff world that could yeah that's a good yeah. insect if, let, let's talk about that uh, off air because i have a yeah. quite a collection of those types of paints just uh, to give you tips and hints in that case that sounds nice i mean if you if you if you google goliath beetle you can find a one of the coolest beetles paint paint scheme wise i think you could use that paint scheme on your tomb king shields maybe or something Looks pretty Ooh. good. We could uh, paint the Necro Sphinx like that, or a uh, the Tomb King Dragon. Yeah. Uh, no. What? <laughs> Maybe Necro Sphinx. This is all. This is uh, about the size as a Necro Sphinx. This beetle actually. 
Yeah, I just Google it and I see it uh, referenced uh, against people's hands. So, yeah. yeah. Pretty big. Uh, Wouldn't want yeah. to one of those off. No. But do we have anything that's actually related to the, the game that you want to not pledge or want to talk about more? Other, other than that, we're just talking about Beatles currently. I think we should. Ra- that's a sign we should wrap it up. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, I think Nicholas's voice has, uh, well, crapped out. And Jens looks like, kind of sounds like he's playing uh, billiards. I'm not sure. I'm doing the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're, 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 we're old. We're old. We're, li- we're old, living the dream. And people think that we will get Games Workshop stuff sent to us <laughs> we're we, we can't it's, we, we don't get enough money from this podcast that like we can just live from it <laughs> actually this podcast is just costing us money to be fair yes <laughs> but it's fine it's fine one day it will be a great investment i promise is that what you tell your, tell your wife <laughs> yes yes i'm in here making money talking about yeah what I will spend my money on. Yeah, uh. I'm thinking that we will get a recording in sooner rather than later, given how much is going on, especially mm-hmm. uh, leading up to and after the release. Uh, hopefully yeah. we can get our hands on the the books uh, somewhat uh, uh, around the 20th when it's re- everything's released. And uh, as I think we have mentioned that we might do another book club, given that the last book club was in, like, was it episode four, five, something like that? <laughs> and there was a... Lovely new book about uh, some lords with lances that is mm-hmm. released soon. Yeah, that's uh, we'll we'll talk about setting a date for when everyone should have finished it. Everyone who wants to read it, then we'll have a little book club. Chapter House yeah. Dune first, and that that's gonna take me a while. Oh, so we are never gonna do the book club for? <laughs> oh, maybe maybe sometime. Just I'm get it po- uh, as an ebook and uh, listen to it as at the gym, Jens. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. But I'm already listening to Game of Thrones as a as an audiobook. So, oh wow, yeah, a, a few hours. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to especially the last uh, fifty minutes of this episode. We talked about everything that's <laughs> not Beatles really. And laundry. Uh, yeah, yeah Beatles and laundry. There is no Beatles in the laundry, correct? Uh, I hope not. Separate your yeah. whites from Fair your enough. Beatles. and and with that uh, I've been Chris and thank you for listening to this episode 59 of The Old World Lives bye 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 bye